Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor.fm is how and why I do a podcast. They provide a very, very easy editing and very easy way to record a podcast. All you need is a laptop and, a, and or a phone, and it is a very easy way to do the things that you want to do. Maybe you want to talk about lawn furniture. Maybe you want to. Maybe you want to talk about uh, machinery, or or maybe you just want to do a whole podcast about picking up dog shit. I don't know what you're into, but hey, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and Anchor is the way to do it. They have a very, very easy way to edit and monitor a podcast, and they provide a way for you to upload it onto every podcast platform imaginable. So go to uh, anchor.fm, download the app, and uh, get started with a podcast today, all right? Oh, and, and you can actually, if you do it right and you get advertising, which they have a very easy way to monitor that, you can make money. Also, I have to tell you for legal reasons, music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not of my ownership. I do not have the rights to any music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. All right. Sorry to... To, to let you down Okay That's just the way it goes So Let's uh Let's do a podcast huh? Let's start a show What do you say It's the Sean Boyles Podcast Music Comedy Drums Life It's me, it's Sean Boyles. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Uh, episode 81. March 18th, 2021. Today marks my 47th year on the planet. Today's my birthday. I am 47 years old as of today. Um, actually, I'm a little early. It's... Uh, Let's see, it's Thursday night, it's 8.45 or so. Apparently I was born at 10.06. So uh, by the end of this podcast, it'll almost be the time that I was born exactly 47 years ago. So my mom's pushing right now, she's in labor. 47 years ago tonight, right now, mom's sweating it. She's grunting, she's she's holding a hand with somebody She's yelling at people. She's uh, saying, give me all the Demerol you can give me or whatever they did back in 1974. I don't know. Uh, A very uh, uneventful day for my birthday. uh, I kind of lucked out. Um, Like literally doing this right now, this is the first thing I've done today. I have done nothing. I barely got out of bed all day. I got up to eat. I got up to pee. Otherwise, I laid around all day. The wife cooked me breakfast this morning. Uh, I fiddled around on the phone. I dozed off. 
I played stupid games on the phone. I watched some Netflix and some Amazon. I did nothing today, literally, to come out here to the workshop to record the podcast. Today was the first time I put on shoes today. Uh, I'm not even wearing proper clothing right now. I'm in my pajamas doing the podcast because it's my fucking birthday and I'll do what I want. I got rained out today, so I lucked out. I didn't have to work. <laughs> so my um, my loungedociousness came due to Mother Nature wanting to piss on the area. And um, I've been doing an exterior since like last Friday. And I couldn't do anything today because it was going to be raining. So a welcome day off. I hadn't planned on having any days off, so... This was uh, this was good, but now I'm gonna have to work all weekend. Um, oh, I got a fucking half day on Saturday. I gotta take the wife to a hair appointment. Anyway, that's on Saturday. Let's recap what happened this week. Um, first of all, um, I just want to go out and I want to let everybody know right away. Um, I've never heard of Myanmar. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on there. And am I uh, realizing my ignorant American self by not giving a shit what's happening there? Does it affect me? Do I need to know? Um, I don't even know what part of the world it is. I haven't bothered even to look it up. Myanmar, I have no idea where this place is. What's going on? Is it, it? It's a coup? Was there a, a military coup? I have no idea. Every time I see the name in the headline, I skip it. I don't even read the headline all the way. I just see the word and I keep going. I have not a clue what's going on there. I do not have a clue about a lot of things. and But that I definitely don't know anything about. Call me, like I said, it's... Um, Maybe that's why, um, maybe that's one of the things that's what's, maybe that's what's wrong with being American. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I don't, and I don't know why I felt obligated to let everybody know that I don't know. Uh, I just felt like I needed to say something about it because it seems like every other headline is that, at least the news that I look at seems to be, maybe I should check it out. Maybe there's a lot of concern. Maybe it will affect me in some way. Maybe that's why gas is fucking hovering around $4 a gallon in some spots around here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it's my birthday. And I got to do comedy last night. Oh, shit. Um, give it up for my man, Teddy Hull, in a fine, fine comedy show that he put together at Ludwig's in uh, San Jose. Uh, you have a... German bistro in the largest city by square mileage. Uh, Largest city in in the Bay Area by square mileage with a, I don't know, probably a 65 to 70% Hispanic population uh, in a part of San Jose. It is just outside a Japan town. So you a lot of stuff going on there. A lot of stuff. A German place outside of Japan town 
in a city that's very heavily Hispanic and a very wide range of folks. There was every uh, every shade of uh, of folks in this place. Um, and probably about I think they said they sold seventy five tickets to this thing. They actually, this was actually a paid gig. And um, so it was me opening up, uh, like I said, Teddy Hall. It was his show, so he hosts. Um, I made the joke right out of the right off the top that I was only on the show because I have the PA that Teddy needed, um, which is a joke I often use if I get asked to bring sound equipment. I think it is sometimes the only reason why I get put on a show is because I own gear. So, um, but no, we did a good show with me, um, Shannon Murphy. So you had Sean Boyles and Shannon Murphy. You couldn't have a more fucking Irish namesakes on a St. Patrick's Day show. And then uh, Ivy Cordova and then uh, my online me- uh, nemesis, Mean Dave, was the headliner. And um, Mean Dave opened up his set by letting the crowd know that they weren't seeing double, that uh, he was not the same person that opened up the show. If you if you don't know what we look like, me apparently me and me and Dave look similar or look alike, look alike enough that I have been mistaken for him and he has been mistaken for me. Uh, it doesn't bother me that much, but fucking Dave hates it. He absolutely hates it when people mistake him for me um, because Dave thinks I'm a poser. So uh, he doesn't want to think uh, doesn't want to get. Doesn't want anyone to think he's a poser if they think that he looks like me. So, uh, and that's a whole other thing of why he thinks I'm a poser. Uh, apparently, me doing a uh, a rap metal thing in the in the mid to late '90s uh, warrants me a poser because I uh, apparently I jumped on a trend. Um, I don't know if he was paying attention to music in the Bay Area, but there was like two bands doing that shit in the Bay Area at that time. Us and Insolence, and I've been in both of those bands. So, uh, one of them I started, and one another one I joined later. So, uh, he can suck a bag of dicks. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, uh, I didn't watch the Grammys. Uh, I never watched the Grammys. I haven't watched the Grammys probably since the mid '90s, maybe somewhere in there. Uh. Part of the reason why I don't know what's going on in pop music uh, is why I do Reaction of the Week, uh, like what you will hear later on in the podcast, uh, as we always do, Reaction of the Week, and we'll do a little uh, do a little earworm. We got a good earworm this week. Um, but uh, the Grammys were live on a stage, but for no audience and uh, people Zooming in. Uh, zooming in their accepted speeches and the like. Um, a lot of people complaining about a, um, in the memoriam part of the Grammys, they always take time to honor the people that have passed away in the last year or since the last Grammys. And uh, a lot of people upset that Eddie Van Halen did not get enough shine um, for what he contributed to music. Um, I think, I don't think I think they won a Grammy, but like way later, like with Sammy, Sammy Hagar, when Sammy Hagar was in the band, I don't think they ever won a Grammy while uh, Ro- David Lee Roth was in the band. Um, 
In fact, they didn't even have any fucking top 10 singles until Jump. Um, so, not a band that the Grammy was keeping an eye on it. And let's, I mean, the Grammy the Grammy organization has not been very favorable to hard rock and heavy metal over the years anyway. Uh, we all know and we all uh, cringe at the idea that uh, when Metallica first got nominated that they lost to Jethro Tull in the best metal category and uh, the best quote of that whole thing was when they asked Jethro Tull about how he felt about winning a Grammy over Metallica he said well I didn't know that we were heavy metal so there you go Grammys that's how out of touch you are back in the day and probably still now a lot of people complaining about the Grammys overall about uh, performances that were maybe um, lewd. Uh, some female artists doing some, uh, I, I guess, some uh, scissor scissoring, doing some scissoring on a stage. Maybe I don't know. I did, like I said, I didn't watch. This is all what I've read in uh, entertainment reports or or people bitching about it online or whatever. I haven't, like, I haven't even. But I did the one thing that people were complaining about and I actually saw a few YouTube clips about this and I was curious as to what happened um I saw a lot of uh Bill Burr's canceled Bill Burr cancel Bill Burr insensitive jokes at the Grammys Bill Burr is canceled um Bill Burr is a uh, I don't know if you don't know who Bill Burr is and uh listening to my podcast as a fan of comedy is a silly, silly notion. Bill Burr's probably, I don't know, if we're to rank comics, hot shit comics uh, in the world right now, or U.S., whatever, I don't know how these things go. You know, Chappelle's probably number one as far as best comedian. You know, just pound for pound, for pound just amazing, uh, poignant, profound, and funny-as-fuck comic. Uh, up there with the Carlins and the Priors as far as very, very important to the game comedians, and he's still at it. Um, Kevin Hart's up there with probably, he, I mean, he's always on the list for the top like money-earning comic or money-earning entertainer. Uh, I mean, the dude does stadiums, you know? There ain't too many comics that can do stadiums, and Kevin Hart's one of them. Um so I don't know what Chappelle and, and, and I don't even think Kevin Hart's even that I mean he's funny and he's a great comic but the amount of money he's making and the amount of tickets he's selling in comparison to the quality of the comedy that he does this is just my opinion um, eh, I don't know if it's warranted you know I think Joe Rogan's funnier I think he's a better comedian than Kevin Hart so Joe Rogan's in that top thing, and I'd put Bill Burr up there in that top thing. So Bill Burr's a bad motherfucker, and he's been showing up on things, doing the comedy that he's always done, which is sort of um, borderline male chauvinist, um, not necessarily racist, but yet he does, you know, point out some things in in, in a racial context, you know. But um, he handed out some awards. They had him up there, and he. And um, and people are crying foul that he said some insensitive shit. And I listened to what he did. 
I don't know what people are complaining about. I really do not know. And I've even tried to look. What did he say? That people, like, what what was said that people are complaining about? And there's not even anybody saying what he said that is uh, com- noteworthily complainable about. Is that that doesn't even make fucking sense what I just said. Um the first like the first thing he so he he gets introduced right after a piano performance. Um and this is just from the clip that I saw because I had the, the very tail end of this piano performance and then the woman that introduced Bill Burr. This is the clip that I saw on YouTube. Again, I did not watch the Grammys. I only watched this one thing. And um and it seemed like a slow and somber sort of piano piece. The lady introduces Bill Burr to, pre- uh, to present the next few awards. And the first thing out of his mouth, and he said, he's all, did anybody else feel like killing themselves after hearing that <laughs> the piano piece? And he's all, wow, that was depressing. And you hear a big, so he's not in front of any, uh, they, didn't, they didn't have a, an audience. They did this shit on a soundstage with no audience. But yet the crew is Dying, you hear a big laughter that's nowhere near microphones from crew guys, and crew guys are fucking union, fucking you know, working class type people that have great senses of humor and can take a joke and understand what a joke is, and they laugh their dicks off. You can hear a big laugh from crew guys. Obviously, uh, that would be the only thing that I'd heard him say that could even possibly be something that somebody might get offended by. Um, But then again, he just said something that I'm sure a lot of people were thinking while they were listening to that piece, if that piece was in fact that dreary sounding. So um, this cancel shit, you know, it's getting out of control. You know what I mean? It's getting out of control. They're just looking for anything to try to shut somebody up and tell him he can't do the thing that he's doing. Um, Digging up your past trying to find you trying to find out you did something that you you know that you said something insensitive and you're not woke enough to be in the position that you're in you need to be canceled and you can't do it's just ridiculous and and again it's a small minority of people that make this noise and I don't understand it I don't understand what it's about I don't understand um I don't understand the appeal or, or, or what it is to feel like, what kind of satisfaction are you getting from being that kind of, you know, like if it's a major, major thing, like the whistleblowers in China that were saying that, hey, the government's covering shit up and, and, and uh, you know, there's something wrong here and then those doctors disappear um, or die mysteriously and there's plenty of cases of that happening and that shit's out there but you can't question fucking China for every for anything. Uh, they don't tell you, they don't give you a straight answer because they're always in constant uh, cover-up and we are awesome mode. So you, there's no way you're going to get a straight answer from that kind of a country that's um, where business and government are one and the same. So we're, I don't think we're ever going to really know how this thing happened as far as a virus spread because they don't want to be responsible for, you know, the, the, the big list of people that have passed away. I don't even know how, how, I don't even know what the number is worldwide. 
I know it's over over half a million just here in the states, so I would assume it's with all the other parts of the world. I'm sure. What is it? A million? Has it killed a million people? I don't know. Just saying. You're not gonna get a straight answer from a country that won't give you a straight answer. And I'm just going by what I've read and what I've heard. So I don't. I don't have any. I can't pinpoint. Like you know pinpoint an article and say oh this guy said this because again i don't remember anything and i'm fucking stupid so let's just move on from that who wants to fucking go on about that but anyway um ludwig's (laughs) i was talking about the comedy show last night uh very good show uh glad to get out and do some comedy i had an okay set i sort of um stepped on my own dick a little bit and um Got, it got a little quiet during my set. Um, my, I don't know, maybe I was saying something I can be canceled, but I don't give a shit. So, but uh, I had a, I started strong and it didn't end very strong. I lost them somewhere in there. I think I made it some Asian jokes. Probably not the smartest thing to do after what has happened in, um, in uh, Atlanta earlier in the week. Um, which is terrible. I mean, obviously it's fucking, you know, it's ignorant, stupid white people just committing crimes against Asian folks, and it's it's horrendous. Um, but I do have some Asian humor. I got a Japanese wife, so there's Asian humor to be had and things that I've pointed out. Uh, it's usually specifically Japanese. Um, but I got done with all the stuff and, you know, I have a bit where I talk about not having a very large penis like Asians. That's not how the joke goes, but that's a very broad stroke version of what I talk about sometimes in my act. And um, it got a good laugh. And then I stopped and said, oh, maybe I shouldn't be making Asian jokes after what happened earlier this week. And it got really, really quiet. And then I tried to turn it around on the fly. And this is where I fucked up. I said, you know, I don't know why anybody would want to pick on Asians anyway. You know, they invented some of the most brutal and, and, you know, some of the most brutal and effective ways of fighting. You know, you got Kung Fu, Karate and and, uh, Taekwondo from China, Japan and Korea. Why would you want to fuck with these people? They'll kick your ass. And um, I definitely didn't save myself with any but i in my mind i thought that was hilarious you know i mean literally i mean you're talking about a part of the world that literally came up with some of the most uh intensive and effective ways of kicking fuckers asses and um well they're just in uh what was that in oakland the guy attacked that old elderly woman and she kicked the shit out of him I mean, she was bleeding, but she kicked his ass to the point where he needed medical attention. He got taken away in an ambulance, and she was, I mean, she was bleeding, but she didn't need to go in the ambulance. So, this woman beat this fucking old white dude's ass as he tried to fuck with his old lady. Anyway, uh, Asians are cool. (laughs) They are. I mean, why why should we be hating a group of people? Because they might be from a country that has fucked up how they handled a handled a worldwide uh, pandemic. It's not the people's fault. It's the government's fault. There's a big, big, big difference. Um, 
and some people, I guess, don't have the ability to see the difference between the people and the nation. So, and that is unfortunate. Um, I got to do some TV watching today. Um, I finally watched uh, Coming to America, which is the sequel to the original Coming to America. So there's Coming to America and there's Coming to America. That's where they put the two as in part two. And um, I've seen a lot of chatter of people hating on the coming in the, 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 the sequel. And I thought it was fucking great. I was, I, it was funny. I laughed my balls off plenty. Um, lots of cool little. I mean, I think you really have to be nostalgic for the first one to really enjoy this one. But and maybe that's what made it that much fun, that much, you know, uh, that much funnier. But I thought it was hilarious. I, I, the, the who he cast in it, I think I thought they were funny. I thought everybody was great. Uh, I wish Tracy Morgan was a little bit more Tracy Morgan, because um, you know it isn't like he's got a lot of depth as an actor to be anything different than what he was <laughs> than what he is. But um, he was still funny. But I just wanted I wanted more Tracy Morgan. You know, that fool's wild. But. Uh, them doing all the characters, uh, Eddie Murphy and, and, and Arsenio Hall doing all those characters and bringing all those folks back. And I don't know. I thought it was very well. I thought the story was cool. There was a couple, you know, they could have developed the, um, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to ruin it for you. Um, so spoiler alert, I guess, as they like to say, uh, I wish they would have had a little bit more character development, uh, between the relationship between uh, the Prince, the new Prince from Queens and, uh, the uh, hair maiden or whatever her name was the uh uh you know cuz he ends up falling for that chick but it kind of seemed to go really fast and not uh it could have i think developed that a little bit more but i mean whatever I mean, it was still it was funny lots of cool stuff i thought it was great uh i also watched um and i've been meaning to watch this for a while um i watched the um the Randy Castillo documentary. Randy Castillo was the drummer for Ozzy Osbourne for a lot of years. He did the Ultimate Sin record. He did the, uh, let's see, he did Ultimate Sin. He did the next one. He did like four or five records with Ozzy. He was like one of the one of the guys that had been played with, played with Ozzy for the longest amount of time. Um, and uh, he he was a great drummer, great drum, not an amazing, mind blowing fucking, you know, fusion fucking master, you know, nothing even like that, but a really really good rock and metal drummer, um, hard rock, heavy metal, whatever you want to call it, uh, really really good, and you know, definitely gave Ozzy a sound through the uh, late eighties and early nineties definitely developed a sound and, and, and established a thing for for Mr. Osborne and um a really cool documentary uh just you know as documentaries on people that have passed away uh talking about how great he was and what a good person he was and you know and his talent and his drive and how he started and talked with his family but the thing that stuck out to me the most uh, so uh, uh Randy Castillo passed away in uh, 2002 uh from uh uh like a throat cancer type of thing and um they had thought they got it 
and it was in remission and it went away uh, and he started co- kind of coming back and then uh, it sort of came back with a vengeance and he got sick and he passed away. Um, but the thing that stuck out in this documentary the most was when they interviewed his mom and his mother had said that um, the death of her son has caused her to lose her faith. And I thought that was very, very interesting and um, pretty profound. A, um, you know, uh, uh, they were from New Mexico, so a Hispanic woman um, with some uh, Native American uh, heritage in their uh, in their bloodline, but um, you know, probably in touch with both. I don't know if the I don't know if his father well his father played in mariachi band so I would assume his father was was Mexican and maybe the gram and maybe the mom was more of the Native American but she you know she said she lost her faith in God after um, now I mean I don't believe in any of that shit uh, but I do understand how devoted people are to it. And how much it, uh, how important it is for people, especially if they grow up with it from a, you know, if it's been in your life for a long time and that's your thing, that's what you believe. I'm not going to shit on you for it. If that's what helps you get you through the day, that's fine. It's never done anything for me. I've never seen any acts of a higher power. Um, I don't lean on it to solve my problems or to try to make my, um, my questions of the world answered by an uh, a, a sort of um, an all truth entity that 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 is the reason behind everything. Never needed that. I'm okay with not knowing if there's because, in my opinion, there's no way of knowing. But just knowing how um, how heavy those feelings are for people, and how in depth, and how uh, through lined those ideologies are uh, to some people in uh, their overall makeup, you know, and how they are as people and, and what they believe in uh, for a woman of, of, of a certain age to, um, to say that she doesn't believe anymore because her son who was a good person and uh, sort of worked hard to realize his dreams, how he can be taken away from her and their family. Um, she couldn't accept that. And there's obviously no, no higher power. If that is the reason why you would take a good person as far as the way I was able to interpret it from her saying she had lost her faith. I just thought that was very, a very interesting, um, sort of point that was made, uh, by the mom, you know, and he was, uh, he had a fiance, he was engaged. He was with this woman for a while. And, uh, and th- th- I think this uh, this documentary was done uh, quite a few years ago. I just never got around to actually watching it. But be that I had a day to do nothing, uh, I was like, ah, shit, let's check this out. You know, it was uh, and, and they fuck. They talked to everybody. I was, you know, like I said, he was Ozzy's drummer for a long time. He actually played at Motley Crue for a little while. Tommy Tommy Lee did leave Motley Crue for a few years, and um, and Randy Castillo was the guy they brought in to replace Tommy Lee. So. Um, you know, and they were stoked on that because they felt that he was, you know, a rocker. And, he, you know, Tommy Lee was wanting to do hip hop and get into newer and different shit. You know, he wanted to be a DJ and shit, you know. <laughs> so 
So um, he was into different stuff, and, and, and Randy Castillo still wanted to rock, and so he was a good fit for Motley Crue at the time. Um, so, I mean, he knew all the guys in Motley Crue, obviously, and, you know, Zach Wilde, who played at Ozzy for years, and uh, Ozzy's bass player, that guy that I don't fucking remember his name that was in there during that time. Um, but talking, you know, they talked to Bobby Blotzer, who's the drummer for Rat. They talked to uh, Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. They talked to so many people that I recognized. Um, you know, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses and Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Uh, Matt Sorum, who played drums in Guns N' Roses and the Colt. Uh, just so many people that are like pretty heavy hitters in heavy music, in rock and roll. And, um, and they talked to friends and family and all these people. Uh, Lita Ford fucking uh, narrated the whole damn thing, and she got interviewed a bunch because uh, Randy Castillo played for Lita Ford on her first record. So, I mean, uh, just a who's who of uh, 80s and 90s big-time rock and roll peoples, and they didn't talk to Ozzy. I thought that was... Um, Dude, they even talked to Bill Ward, the original drummer for Black Sabbath. And he was crowing about Randy Castillo and how he played and, and thought that he was the perfect drummer for Ozzy at that time and, and really made the songs come alive and the style that, that Ozzy was doing at that time. He thought Randy Castillo was great for that. Um, You know, I mean, they talked to everybody except for Ozzy Osbourne. I just thought that was really interesting and a real weird sort of um i don't know miss would you call that a miss i don't know it just i just thought it odd that um they didn't talk to the dude i don't know i would think that i would have been the like the first person you're gonna try to talk they had a quote that they put up at the end they had a quote that said you know i loved them and you know i don't remember what i read it was you know it was, come on, give me a break. It was like three hours ago that I watched this thing. Give me a fucking... <laughs> anyway, a good day of doing nothing, watching TV and fucking around and not needing to move too much. Pretty good birthday as far as I'm concerned. Pretty good birthday. All right, let's... Um, you want to do this thing? Oh, wow. This is the part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, part of the Sean Boyles podcast where I, a now 47-year-old metal head, um, reacts to the, um, some of or the absolute most popular song in the country. Uh, I look at the, uh, top 100, the Billboard Hot 100 charts and I sift through the top songs, maybe hopefully somewhere in the top 10, and pick a song that I've never heard of or know nothing about, and I react to it because it's going to be a pop song that I probably am going to hate, and people like it when people are negative towards shit. So <laughs> I'm just going by the algorithms, okay? I'm going on the algorithms. This is what the algorithms say. The algorithms say that you click on it if you don't if if people are spewing hate. So I'm gonna spew hate about this song. I mean, I whatever. It, I just react to it honestly. And um be it that I'm a fan mostly of other music 
I'm probably not going to be a fan of this because I usually don't like pop music. But, hey, I have been surprised, and there has been good songs that we've reacted to. So, all right, I'm not just being a dick for being a dick's sake, all right? This week, the number one song in the country. In fact, he has one, two, and three. Um, obviously, he released, released an album this week. And uh, three songs off of this album are in the are one, two, and three. I don't think that's ever happened ever for any artist ever in the history of the world. Uh, Drake has the number one, number two, and number three songs in the country this week. We are going to do the number one. It's a song called What's Next. And ladies and gentlemen, this is your dude, me, reacting to your boy, Drake, on a song called What's Next. Let's see what this is all about. Today, the liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you and only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that dance, the only two. Man, how many times have I shown and proved? Man, how many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes, not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes. He thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life was rest okay and new year's all i did was stretch okay and valentine's day i had sex okay we'll see what's about to happen next okay 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 we'll see what's about to happen next okay 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 we'll see what's about to happen hey hey we'll see what's about to happen how oh how how is this the number one song and he repeats the fucking first verse repeats the first verse for the second verse whack and of course 808 hi-hat 808 hand clap and tuned 808 bass line That's funny he mentioned Wheezy. That's Little Wayne, right? There was a time where I couldn't tell the difference between Little Wayne and Drake. Like Drake sounded a lot like Little Wayne in my opinion. Doing that verse again? So there's no thought behind this fucking song. He wrote fucking. He wrote what? 16 bars and just repeated it fucking three times? Two and a half times? This is why the best music to come out of Canada is fucking Rush. I mean, there's no there's no other way to say it. 
Rush was fucking amazing. Well thought out, smart, musicianship, clever lyrics. I mean, cats that played Dungeons and Dragons loved it, but hey, this is fucking garbage, man. It's just fucking garbage. The fucking loop didn't change. Beat, uh, and and that meep, 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 throughout the whole thing, it never stopped. Just uneventful, uninventive, not, not, not inventive. They didn't reinvent anything. They didn't do shit. Like to put that beat together took, and I guess I should apologize. What I said last week, I was going to do a rap song, huh? Oh, have you been listening to this whole episode waiting for me to do and, and, and premiere the rap song that I'm going to do? I haven't done it yet. I'm sorry. Oh, see, I should have started off the fucking episode apologizing again because every episode I got to apologize now because I'm a dumb fuck. But um, I said I was either going to have an interview with somebody or I was going to have a new rap song. <laughs> I didn't either. The interview is in the works. We couldn't hook up this week. Uh, hopefully next week is a better time for this individual. But there is going to be an interview. The ne- um, hopefully the next episode's the interview. Um, it probably won't be the rap song. Um, but I've been thinking about it. I have some ideas. I got some ideas. I even wrote some lyrics. So uh, we're going to do a rap song next time. Or not next time, but soon. I shouldn't put limits. I shouldn't. I shouldn't give myself... A dead. Maybe I should give myself a dead. Well, I shouldn't give myself. I gave myself a deadline last time, and I fucking blew right through it. So giving myself a deadline is not. Uh, I, I fucking I lie to myself all the time. I'm a terrible human. I'm a terrible human. Set a, set a goal, and I don't reach the goal, and I usually don't give a shit that I didn't reach the goal. Oh, that's a terrible way to do anything, right? You should fucking set goals and achieve your goals. Do whatever it takes. Have the discipline to do the thing. You set a goal for the thing, go for the thing, do the thing. I can't stop eating fucking cheeseburgers, okay? I just, I don't have, I just don't have any discipline. I had discipline at one time. I don't have it anymore. Uh, I feel weak. I feel uh, like I can't achieve what I want to achieve. And it's um, it's why I'm sucking as a human right now. All right, let's uh, let's do this. That means it's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. That means we're going to do the thing at the end here. Um, Earworm of the week this week. Um. I had a few different songs stuck in my head over the week, but this one popped in today. So we're going to do today's, the song for the day. How about that? Um, I don't know what I can say about this song except for it's old and it's fucking butt rock as shit. And uh, it was that time when um, rock bands started filling up stadiums. And these were one of the, this band was one of the fucking top stadium draws at one point. So, um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening to my dribblings and my babblings. Uh, I, again, I apologize for making promises I can't keep as in an interview and or a, 
hip hop bitty hippity hop song. It's going to be awful. I'm going to tell you right now, the hip hop song is probably going to be shitty, but it's going to be fun to try to fuck with. So uh, I'm going to see how that goes. Uh, uh, rate, review, subscribe, do what you want. Donate to the podcast through the Anchor app if you want. Um, anyway. Let's uh let's do a nice short podcast this week, huh? It's it's my birthday and I can do what I want. Alright? So here's a little uh earworm of the week. Uh this is um some foreigner. How about some foreigner? Feels like the first time. Be good and keep it dirty, and I'll see you guys later.
That road stinks.